1: This is a CBC podcast. Hi, I'm Ian Hannah Mansing. Welcome to CheckUp's Ask Me Anything podcast. And today you're about to hear our AMA about heat pumps.
2: Ask Me Anything!
3: Heat pumps are a massive, clear solution to fighting climate change, but Atlantic Canadians in particular, many of them were unable to make that switch.
1: What about all the other Canadians? He doesn't care about them. This is not about environmental science, it's about political science.
4: The reason that it's so much more efficient is that even when it's cold outside, that cold air still has some heat in it.
1: You've no doubt been hearing a lot about heat pumps lately. They've long been touted as a more eco-friendly way to heat and cool your home. But the transition to heat pumps has been at the centre of a lot of political controversy over the last few weeks. The Liberal government announced at the end of October it was carving out an exemption for people in Atlantic Canada using heating oil to warm their homes. Prime Minister Trudeau said at the time the high price of oil was costing so much that people who wanted to upgrade to heat pumps couldn't afford it. And the Liberal government already has a rebate program in place to make that transition. And that's the focus of this week's Ask Me Anything. Our guest is Warren Maybe. He's a professor and director at Queen's University's Institute for Energy and Environmental Policy. Here are some highlights from the show. Warren, thanks for joining us.
5: Thank you for having me.
1: Um, so, we have so many calls already. I am not going to ask you a lot of questions before we get started. We'll go, we'll go to calls in just a moment. But, uh, but let me ask you about the announcement that uh, Prime Minister Trudeau made on October 26th. This was the Atlantic Canada exemption on the uh, carbon tax for home heating oil. Um, and the hope that that would encourage, we were told people to switch over to heat pumps at some point. Do you see the, the the policy, what the federal government did, as a step forward or backward for climate-friendly alternatives like heat pumps?
5: Well, I have to think it's a step backwards. Um, I think we're going to talk about a lot of the programs that are available to get people, uh, you know, set up with a heat pump to move away from heating oil I think to give people an exemption, you know, it sounds great and I do feel for people that are struggling to pay their heat bills, but uh, heating oil is really the dirtiest fuel that we're using to heat our homes across Canada. Uh, To carve out an exemption for that particular fuel is sort of saying, well, it's okay, you know, and and we can accept this sort of political reason. And that really strikes at the whole rationale of the carbon tax. Why have a carbon tax uh, if we're going to make exemptions? Um, you know, just across the board.
1: And what about programs that the government has to try to encourage people to pay for heat pumps? I guess, first of all, how much does it cost to put a heat pump in a house?
5: So it it really depends. And I know nobody <laughs> likes to hear that answer. Uh, you can buy a heat pump unit, like a mini split or something like that, for as little as, you know, $3,500 dollars. Uh, And you can have that installed for not very much money. So we can be talking about, you know, a couple thousand in installation costs, $3,500 for a small mini split type of a heat pump. It's going to work for a small structure. Um, You know, cottages often use those types of heat pumps. But as you move up, you know, as you have a bigger home and you need bigger units, maybe you go from an air source heat pump to a ground source heat pump, the cost can really go up. Uh, you can be looking at something on the range of 35,000 or 40,000 all installed if you've got a big home and you're going to go with a ground sourced option.
1: And then in terms of programs, government programs to uh, to help soften the blow, if you will, what what's out there?
5: So there are quite a few policies or, or programs that are out there that will help people. Uh, the Canadian government has, uh, roughly a $5,000 program that you can access. Uh, it does depend on how much you make, you know, and how much you qualify for. Most provinces will offer two or three thousand, one or two thousand, um, as a sort of top up to that program. So it is possible to get back a big part of the cost of, uh, putting a heat pump in. I will say that if you are somebody that has Uh, a a heating oil system. So a furnace that runs off heating oil, there's actually an expanded federal program that will give up to 15,000 to support that kind of a transition. Uh, And that is something that will get you a long way towards uh, going right to a heat pump system.
1: Warren, the the question that I have before we go to calls um, is, you know, kind of complicated, but I'm sure you can give me a short answer. How do heat pumps work?
5: So lots of people ask that question. Uh, The best description that I can come up with is it's a little bit like a refrigerator. A refrigerator basically uses uh, a pump to pump freon or a refrigerant through coils. Uh, As it goes into the fridge, it pulls the heat out. And as it goes in behind the fridge uh, into those coils, uh, it releases that heat And a heat pump basically does that. It transfers heat from one place to another. So if you're working with an air source heat pump, you're drawing heat from colder air and shifting it to where you want that heat uh, inside the house. And of course, they're reversible, so you can use them as air conditioners. In the summer
1: yeah, but that's the part I don't really understand and uh and you'll have to give me if you can like a, a short simple explanation but uh, you know with the refrigerator that's really easy to understand. you have the freon circulating through there it's creating if you will the coldness that gets you know transferred to inside the refrigerator and the warm air transfers out but but the freon is the key thing there um on a on a cold day when it's minus five in Vancouver outside my house. Yeah. How, what does the heat pump do in terms of being able to take the air, that that cold air from outside, you know, as a starting point and, and warm my house?
5: It it does sound a little bit like magic, but there is a little bit of heat in that air, mm-hmm. even if it is minus five out. Uh, and the heat pump can pull that little bit of, of energy out. And really the magic of the heat pump is that it can transfer that from outside where it's not really doing much to inside where it can really start to heat your house. So you're concentrating that heat, if you like, uh into uh the home. And and you know, the initial heat pumps that we had didn't work really, really well, but over the years they've become so efficient. Uh, they're so effective at pulling heat out. You can draw heat from down to minus 10, minus 15 degrees um, and still get some usable heat back inside the house.
1: Incredible. Now, if you were pitching this on Dragon's Den and I was a dragon, I would say, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm not going to invest. But clearly it works. So there you go. And Alison Hollis is the first in a long line of callers. Hi, Alison.
4: Hi there. Yeah. So I have a ground source heat pump. I've had it since 2009. um, And I also use it to semi-heat my hot water tank. But my question is, I don't know how much the technology has improved from that time to know when I should consider maybe updating, like replacing the actual heat pump itself so that it's, you know, more efficient or I'm taking advantage of improvements in the technology.
5: Warren? That's a really great question. And uh, I think a lot of people will be asking that. It it sounds like you were in those early adopters, you know, to take this technology on. Uh, Mm -hmm. The answer is... It's roughly the same sort of uh, sequence that you would look at replacing a furnace. So roughly 15 to 20 years after you've installed a furnace system, you're going to be looking at uh, replacing it, upgrading it. And that's probably what you'll look at here. So uh, probably over the next five to 10 years, you'd be looking at your system uh, and considering an upgrade.
4: And would it be that much more efficient? Like would the technology have improved that much from,
5: do you think? It certainly has improved. Uh, now, ground source heat pumps are more effective in the deep cold than air source heat pumps. Right. And so you might not feel it as soon. Uh, um, you know, you, you might not see as much of a difference as soon as somebody who owns an air source heat pump. Uh, the ground source heat pumps, the great thing about that is that you get that insulating factor of the ground, um, yeah. which means you know, you're know you drawing more heat uh, through the winter and, and more cool right. in the summer.
4: Exactly yeah. right, and and my I, I put mine in because my original furnace was like twenty five more than twenty five years old when I bought my house, so I was yeah. already told that I needed to replace it with something, and I yeah. didn't have air conditioning, so.
1: Allison, you okay. live in you live in Toronto, a city that can have extreme uh, differences between cold and hot, and so you've had this heat pump since well you said over a decade. How yeah. has it How has it worked for you?
4: It's great, actually. I find um, I find that it it uh, it's much more sensitive to changes in temperature in the house than when I had natural gas. Mm-hmm. So it may come on more frequently, but it keeps the temperature at a, a more steady state. I should also say, because of the age of my home, I insulated my house from the outside. Mm-hmm. So doing that also made a big benefit, obviously, because I'm not losing any of the heat that I have, you know, through the poor insulation of when the house was constructed.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Allison, thank you very much for calling.
4: Thank you. Thanks very much. Hey, my name is Jamie Poisson and I'm the host of Front Burner. It's the CBC's daily news podcast. And every day we're discussing the big events and fault lines shaping Canada and the world. Politics, economics, social movements, you name it. Sometimes we even talk about really fun stuff, like the enduring relevance of Lord of the Rings. You can hear Front Burner on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Uh, Yuli Belisle has called us from Geraldton, Ontario. Hi, Yuli. Hi. How are you doing today? Hey, yeah, I'm doing really well. What's your question for Warren? Maybe.
2: What is, What would be the efficiency of a heat pump in Geraldton?
5: Uh, It's a really good question. Um, And it has a little bit to do with uh, how it's being installed, where it's being installed. So uh, if your home is well insulated, you know, and uh, you don't have issues with uh, drafts and, and leaks around the building, a heat pump can work really efficiently. And a modern system will work uh, well into the the negative teens, so down to about minus 15. I think you can be comfortable. There are some units that will even go below that. So it will work really efficiently. But it is really important to think about your your home. And we heard that from an earlier caller. Um, Insulation is really critical with these systems. Uh, If the system is forced to work all the time, if it's a really leaky house, it's the same problem you run into with uh, natural gas or with other heating options. The systems will run all the time, and they won't seem as efficient.
2: I understand that completely, but in our area, the uh, average temperature in the wintertime, you're talking about minus 25 to 30.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So what would typically be advised in a a northern community is a backup heat source, Uh, whether that is a furnace that already exists. So you might have a propane or a natural gas furnace. I don't know your exact setup. Uh, You might keep that and add the heat pump so that the heat pump would operate um, a little bit like a helper during the coldest parts of the winter, but it would take over duties when the temperature starts to come back up. Um, as I said earlier, we're starting to see heat pumps that work better and better at colder temperatures, uh, but I, I've been to Geraldton, I, I know how cold it gets, and uh, I think you're going to need a backup heat source uh, to keep that system running.
1: I, I haven't been to Geraldton, but I see that it's uh, just north of Lake Superior. We hear uh, from Yuli uh, how cold it can get there. Uli, what what's the what's the conversation either you've had or you've heard in your town when it comes to heat pumps?
2: Oh, I've heard of them. I have friends down east uh, in Ontario uh, that actually install them. uh, With our temperatures up here, Mm -hmm. it's not uncommon to get uh, minus 35, minus 40. We've had as cold as minus 50. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, as you heard from Warren, uh, you would need to have some sort of uh, backup or alternate uh, uh, heat supply for when it gets down past, I guess, what, minus 20, minus 25, certainly minus 50. So uh, something to keep in mind. Yuli, thank you very much for calling.
2: Well, thank you very
1: much. All right. Uh, Let's go to our next call now. Doug Caldwell is in Port Credit, Ontario. Hi, Doug.
0: Hi, Ian. Ian, terrific show. Warren, you're a wonderful guest. I have two quick questions. I'll try and be succinct. One, uh, in in port credit, I have a a, a high-efficiency furnace that's 15 years old. It probably may last till it's 20. Uh, I have an air conditioner that's five years old. Um, Is it worthwhile when the furnace, the high-efficiency furnace, gives up that I should get a heat pump? question that 's question one question two is i 'm doing a new build in Halliburton, Ontario, where the weather gets a bit cooler and i 'm just wondering is it is it prudent i know I, I doubt that there are any incentives um, for heat pumps in uh, in a new build, but is it still wise uh, financially to put one in as opposed to relying on I suppose, propane or perhaps electricity, uh, but it would be propane. Propane would be my backup system.
1: All right, Doug, uh, thanks for the questions. Warren?
5: So for your house, um, I think that what you probably want to do is let your furnace uh, kind of run until the end of its more natural life, about 20 years. Uh, It's a high-efficiency furnace. There's a sunk cost, you know, to having that and, of course, to having the air conditioner that goes with it. Um, I would wait until the furnace has kind of gotten to the end of its its natural cycle before looking at a heat pump. And I think you're going to find a system at that point that's going to work really well uh, for your needs in, in Toronto or in Port Credit. Um, for the Halliburton build, I guess it has a little bit to do with uh, when you would be using it. Certainly, I think a heat pump makes a lot of sense. If it's going to be occupied year round, you probably would need a backup heat source um and and a propane system might be the way to do it um if you are building fresh right now and you have the opportunity you could do a ground source heat pump uh, and of course the ground source heat pump can be efficient uh, right through the year and give you the heat that you need
1: great questions great answers andrew Forrest is in richmond british columbia just outside where i'm sitting in vancouver hi andrew
3: uh, hi um So I just moved into um, a condo and it is south facing. And so my um, concern um, and question about heat pumps is more for their cooling abilities. And at this time, um, my strata does not allow the installation of heat pumps and um i know the question came up in my last building as well and the property manager said that um sometimes when the stratas aren't allowing heat pumps to be installed um they are getting into like a back and forth that also includes a human rights complaint um, because of like the need to stay cool in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my question now is is, is, is there a way that to navigate um, or how do we get Stratus to get on board with uh, heat pumps being
1: installed? All right, Andrew, thank you very much. Warren?
5: So there are some programs that are designed for um, larger buildings, so multi-unit buildings that are out there. And, uh, you know, one thing that you can do is get involved with the strata. And I know not everybody has the time to do that, but if you have time to volunteer, uh, participate in the meetings and push the strata to consider this as um, they're looking to refresh the heating system or the cooling system for the building. Uh, Certainly the times that I've lived in a strata system, uh, you know, that was the way that you got things done as you worked with your neighbors, your your uh, co owners and you figured out a way to get the investment made
1: all right, thank you. Ninety seconds left let's go to one more call. Milish Joseph is in Montreal uh, Hi Milish
4: yeah, hi, yeah. My question is we are adding actually population uh like almost five hundred thousand or close to one million people every year in Canada. Mm-hmm. so by two thousand thirty we will be adding like maybe three million uh, more population or three million more houses mm-hmm. so uh, if it is with respect to climate change. Are we actually seeing an improvement in carbon footprint here? Because we are close, uh, we are building three million more heat pumps. And even if you make a transition, are we making a positive impact on the climate? Yeah. That's my question. Are, do we have an impact on the carbon footprint with yeah. such a massive increase in population?
1: Thank you very much. Uh, Warren, we have a minute left. Uh, what's the answer to that?
5: So very quickly, um, the million or more people that come to live in Canada that we welcome here uh, will need places to live and we will need to heat and cool them. And we know that heat pumps are uh, among the most, if not the most efficient way to do that. So if we want to have the most climate friendly solutions, we should be embracing heat pumps as a critical technology uh, to keep us comfortable throughout the year.
1: You managed to answer that in less than a minute. You sure do know your stuff when it comes to heat pumps. And uh, I found this really interesting. And you can tell by the enthusiasm and the number of callers. Uh, A lot of people find this topic interesting as well. Warren, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That was a portion of Cross Country Checkup's AMA about heat pumps with Warren Maybe, a professor and director of Queen's University's Institute for Energy and Environmental Policy. If you'd like to listen to yesterday's full two-hour version of Cross Country Checkup, you can stream the podcast on the CBC Listen app. And if you'd like to share comments or appear on a future show, go to cbc.ca slash aircheck. I'm Ian Manson. Thanks for listening. The next live edition of Checkup airs on CBC Radio, CBC News Network, and CBC News Explorer next Sunday. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.